Welcome, future doctors, to another episode of the Future Minority Doctor Podcast with Dr. Sulma and Marina, where we bring you conversations to empower and inspire you to contribute to your community and the world by becoming a doctor. Hello, everyone. It is great being here again. We have another really cool topic to go over today. So have you ever wondered what it would be like to go to medical school without a science degree? Or maybe can you even go to medical school without a science degree? Maybe you're into the arts, music, philosophy, history, or whatever it is, but you keep hearing, maybe I can't get into medical school if I don't have a science degree. So if you've ever thought about this, um, today's episode is for you. Um, Marina, I can't remember what your undergraduate degree was in. What was it in? And then did you ever think about majoring in something else that was non-science? Yeah. So I kind of was the boring pre-med that majored in biology. <laughs> but but there were lots of reasons for that. And it was not because I was not interested in other things. I was actually really interested in history. I loved my psychology classes. When I first started college, I talked about before I was interested in engineering. And so my initial plan was actually to major in engineering and biology, but that turned out to be way too overwhelming And as I've talked about before, I actually didn't do well in some classes and I had to retake them. So because I was kind of behind on my credits because I had to retake a handful of classes, like it didn't really give me the opportunity to take enough other classes to consider a different major or to consider a minor. So sometimes people get a major in something, but then they also get a minor in something else. So I had really wanted to minor in history, but I was like one class short of doing that. (laughs) But I was definitely interested in a lot of other things. And looking back, I kind of wish I had explored some of those other things more. At the same time, I look back and I'm like, you know what? I did the best I could at the time. Mm -hmm. And biology just happened to match up with all of the pre-medical school requirements really well. And so that was just the least stressful thing for me to do, given my unique circumstances. Yeah, well, I think that's most of pre-med students, right? They end up going into the sciences. But I think a lot of times it's because we don't know. We just think it has to be science or math, right? Mm -hmm. That's usually the thought. So that was my thought as well. So unlike Dr. Marina, I did, I'm a humanities major doctor. So I actually started when I got into undergrad, I I went in as undeclared, but in the sciences, because I thought I had to be a science major. And of course, as I've said before, I totally bombed my first year and I said, okay, forget it. I cannot, I can't do the sciences. Maybe I can't even be a doctor. But I recall taking a psychology class. I never took it in high school, but I took it my very first class in college. And I just fell in love with it. And I said, wow, I can sit here. I was excited about going to this class and learning just about the brain, the behavior and all of that, that I said, okay, this is it. That's kind of how I fell into the psychology major. And again, at that point, I wasn't really sure if I was still going to pursue medicine or not. And I wasn't sure if I could. And then I came across the opportunity to study abroad. And then that's how my Spanish literature major came across because they said, hey, you'll take all these classes. Might as well declare a second major, and which I did love. I didn't plan for it, but I feel like it opens another part of your mind, just learning about more and learning learning something that's so different from science, right? So 
For me, it was great. And again, I didn't know that you could do this and still apply to medical school, right? So if you guys are thinking about maybe I don't want to be definitely a science major, I would love to do a humanities major and be primitive at the same time, you actually can do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was curious to see where we're at, especially with this last cycle of the students who are being accepted into medical school, just to see how many are actually coming from the sciences and non-sciences. So for the last year applicants of 2022 to 2023, AAMC reported about a 51% acceptance rates for students coming from a humanities major, a 40% acceptance rates for students coming from a social science major. And this is compared to 41% that are coming from the sciences and 45% that are coming from math and statistics. So as you can see, I think medical schools are realizing the value of the humanities component and becoming a doctor. So I thought that was really neat. That's just, and I wanted to share this with everyone here because sometimes we go in thinking this is the only way to do things. It isn't. So you can actually pursue something that you're really passionate about with the ultimate goal of becoming a physician. And I personally think it makes you a better physician too. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. And yeah. actually based on my service on an admissions committee, like I've seen the variety of majors that kind of apply that come through that get interviewed. And it's always interesting, I think, to read the application of someone who majored in like philosophy or or majored in Spanish, I mean, they still had to take the science courses in order to qualify to apply to med school and to take their MCAT and everything. But it shows the dimensions of the person, right? Mm -hmm. That they're not just someone who's like dead set on medical school and everything in their life has only been about science and medicine. It's nice to kind of have the diversity of experiences and diversity of interests that come from applicants who have majored in something different. We also are seeing more and more non-traditional applicants. Mm -hmm. So applicants who graduated a year or more ago, and they've had a couple of years or even just a year to have different experiences, like go to another country and travel or work for any type of organization. Obviously, they're still having to amass experiences that show that they're ready for medical school. But it's always cool to kind of see the different dimensions of someone's personality and interests. Yeah, I saw that um, in my medical school class. There was one of my peers that was in my class. He actually was in the process of completing his PhD for history. Mm -hmm. And in that course, all of a sudden, something within his history journey, he just realized a calling to become a physician. And uh-huh. when I would talk to him, he was so interesting. <laughs> and he was such a great doctor and, well, I should say medical student. Like when I would see him interact with patients and then his perspectives when we would have the dialogues about patient um, scenarios, mm-hmm. clinical scenarios, it was just so neat to hear his own uh, perspective on things because it was so different than what you usually hear. So I thought that was kind of cool too to just uh-huh. see that. So yeah, again, non-traditional and a humanities background. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. Um, So if you are thinking about this, you're probably wondering, so how would I go about doing this? So you have to complete your undergraduate degree. And even if you're doing philosophy, history, whatever it might be, you still have to be on top of getting good grades. I can't stress that enough. Okay. You still have to maintain good grades and get that high GPA, even if it's the non-science major. 
And then, of course, the other thing that you have to do is complete the pre-med required courses, just like Dr. Marina alluded to. So some people that are doing humanities majors, they might declare a minor in sciences while they're getting their major degree in in the humanities. That way they're completing those pre-med courses. That's one way you can do it. Another way is you can just take the courses without declaring a minor and do it during undergrad. Or some people do it after they complete their major. That's actually what I did. So I graduated with psychology and Spanish literature. And through life's journey, I finally circled around to my purpose and coming back to medicine. So I actually completed, I kind of think, did things backwards. I completed my pre-med courses after I graduated at a community college. So I just made sure I was checking off those boxes. I will say just from my own personal experience and looking back, I wish I would have taken here and then upper division science courses, specifically biochemistry. If there's one thing I can recall and reflecting back, when I took the MCAT, I struggled. And I even struggled in the biology portion. I didn't take biochem until I did a post-bac program. And I remember when I was completing that and doing that course, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the MCAT. Like this is the biology portion of the MCAT. And I ended up doing well in that course that I I really kicked myself in the butt because after I went through that and understood biochem, and I actually enjoyed it, (laughs) I said, wow, I would have scored so much higher on my MCAT in that section if I would have completed this class. So if you guys are thinking of the humanities um, degree as a major, I would recommend if you can to take biochem um, just in preparation for the MCAT. Some medical schools will require it, but some don't. So the schools that I was applying to, they did not require it, which is why I didn't take it. But again, reflecting back, I think it would have just only helped my MCAT score. Okay. Mm. And then, of course, aside from the academic part, you still need to do all the other stuff that Dr. Marina spent a lot of time. So the volunteering, the shadowing, gaining the clinical experience, the research, the MCAT, of course, and then also GPA, 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 your your major GPA, but you also are focused on your science GPA as well. So that was my journey. But the other day, there is a podcast that I actually listened to. And they were interviewing this doctor on that podcast that did a program that's called Humanities and Medicine. Had you heard about that before, Dr. Marina? I don't think I've heard about it, actually. So I'd love to know what that's about. Yeah, I hadn't heard about that before. And even the physicians who were interviewing this physician, they hadn't heard about it either. And it looks, it's very interesting. So it looks like a lot of the medical schools are liking this program. So basically, you can declare a major in medical humanities, but some undergrad schools will call it humanities and medicine, and others the health humanities program. And what the program is, it focuses on like variety of disciplines incorporated into the degree. So you'll not only go through your some of your science courses that are required, like your pre-med courses, but it's more heavily focused on English, philosophy, history, the history of medicine, the philosophy of medicine, sociology, psychology, and they even include like race as well, which I thought that was really cool in some of the schools. So that way you're approaching medicine more from a medical humanities lens. 
I know Dr. Marina and I went to UCSD, and I can recall that there was some programs, once you were a med student, though, that they were kind of trying to put this into it, like the humanities portion. Like, I think it was called, it was something about like healing healing arts. I don't know if you took uh-huh. that course, yeah. but they did have it, right? Yeah, I remember it was kind of sprinkled into the curriculum. Yeah. They also had like a publication every quarter or something where it was an opportunity for medical students and people within the School of Medicine to highlight poetry and art and like writing. And so, I mean, it wasn't like a major component of the curriculum, but there were some opportunities to kind of use some of your other interests or skills and apply them to the medical field. Yeah. So it seems like that model, now they're just doing it before you even apply to medical school. So on an undergraduate level. Mm -hmm. And the thought is that they think that these undergrad students come out with a more holistic perspective of medicine and actually become great doctors with great patient interactions as well. And what's neat too, not all the undergrad campuses offer this, only some of them, but What's neat about this program, if they do have it, it's that these humanities courses are taught by physicians in some of them, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. So it's usually a small class size and you get to network and build a relationship with these Mm -hmm. doctors who are teaching you, you know, and that also can lead to a letter of rec, right? Uh (laughs) So I thought that was neat. And they build into the program. Uh, So that way, the students can also have the research, volunteering, and clinical exposure as well. So then that way, you're basically doing the checkoff list that you need in order to apply to medical schools. Mm -hmm. And some of these programs will have a relationship with an affiliated medical school. So there could be a, a segue for you graduating, and then it's easier transition. So you can kind of get this acceptance into that medical school as well. Mm-hmm. So that's really, really neat. Um, in case you guys want to know more about it, I would say do your research because it sounds like each school is different. And as you can imagine, there's going to be an application process, right? Because they're keeping the cohort small. So there Mm -hmm. could be a few students and some, some maybe in the teens. So it's relatively small. And from one of the programs that I saw, their application processes, you basically declare like a pre-medicine humanities major. And then then the students are selected either their second or third year in their undergrad. And I think it has to do with their GPA, how well they did in the class and so forth. And then they transition them into this medicine humanities degree major. Okay. Mm -hmm. So each school is a little bit different, but I don't know when I was reading about this, this would have been so up my alley, (laughs) Uh right? Can you imagine just like doing art and learning the history of medicine Mm -hmm. and us now as we're practicing physicians, We only get to hear the history of medicine through our attendings, right? Because Mm -hmm. medicine has evolved to, it used to be more patient focused, where I feel now it's become more business focused, right? Mm -hmm. So it'd just be interesting to learn about all those things when it comes to medicine. I totally agree. Yeah, I wish I had time even now to learn more about that. But one of the things that I think is really beautiful about people who major in the humanities or have more of a focus on that is, I mean, if you think about the word humanities, it's human, right? It's related to understanding what it means to be human, whether that means like understanding our history and our generational phenomena or understanding 
uh, emotions or understanding art and people's expression of emotions through art and other avenues, right? Like music has a a very therapeutic power to it, right? As does self-expression, like writing and journaling and poetry, right? And so I think people who you know, take more time to kind of study some of those fields in the humanities, it's going to make you a better doctor because you have that perspective, not just of your future patients as bodies, as organ systems and physiology, right? But you have an understanding of them as a person, as a whole human who is immersed in life experiences and relationships and all of that. And so I think it really has the potential to make you a better doctor because again, to be a doctor, you don't just need to understand about medicines and organ systems, right? You need to understand people and how to communicate with people, how to understand their lived experiences, how to sympathize, how to you know, be with them in difficult moments. And so I think that's one of the superpowers you can get from spending more time taking humanities classes. Yeah, you know, when I was reading about it, it just, you know, it makes you reflect about the medical school journey, and even in residency, right, that sometimes there's medications, you can do this and that. And sometimes just what the patients needed is for you just to sit down mm-hmm. and I remember like a teenage girl that used to like to draw and she was going through cancer and you know, she gets all of this, like, oh, this treatment, this treatment. And, you know, I went one night and I just sat down. I'm like, oh, what are you drawing? And, you know, she had been in pain and so forth. So she was drawing. And so I sat down. I was like, oh, can I draw with you? And she's like, mm-hmm. yeah. And we just started. And her pain just, it was like lessened, right? Yeah. And I think uh-huh. that's like that humanity side that sometimes where we jump to thinking, like, what did the books teach us? What did the book show Mm -hmm. us? What do I have to do? I'm a doctor. I'm supposed to give medicine. I'm supposed to give medication. Sometimes they just need to be listened to. They just need to be talked to or just just the company sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you have had your moments with patients where you've also noticed that as well. Yeah. Uh It's incredible actually how much just listening to someone and letting them tell their story helping them to feel heard, how therapeutic that is by itself. Like there are patients sometimes who say, you know, you'll kind of hear them tell the story, you listen patiently. And at the end, sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry you're going through these challenges. I don't know that there's that much I can do, but you know, maybe this, maybe that. And sometimes they just say, you know what, doctor, I don't expect you to like fix this, but thank you for listening. Like that alone is powerful. Yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity to practice that human connection within medicine. And the more you understand it, the better physician you will be. Yeah, definitely agree. Have you read that book, When Breath Becomes Air? Oh my gosh. Yes, (laughs) I did. It was uh, like, it made me cry, but it was so good. Yes. So if you want a good example, I mean, he has such a way of writing. Of course, this is about a bad journey for a neurosurgeon who is diagnosed with cancer, but the way he writes and expresses what medicine is, is really that humanities that I'm referring to. So uh-huh. if this is you, check the book out. It's not a very long read, but it's so meaningful and it represents what being a true physician is. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So today was short. You know, I just wanted to really talk about something that I think a lot of students struggle with in deciding what they want to do when they're an undergrad. So if you guys totally want to do a humanities degree, you can do it. Of course, do your pre-med. And like I said, I would suggest taking biochem as well. But don't feel scared that your chances are going to be minimized if you do come from the humanities, as Dr. Marina and I shared today. Bye. Until next time. Peace and love, everyone.